people who are filled with the dumbness. And I'm just tired of uh, these idiots. I cannot handle um, these idiots in society anymore. I don't understand it. Let me cut those cords. Ding-a-ling, hello, ding-a-ling. And what's with this, you know, clicking ballpoint pens ASMR and the sound of the pens in the jar? You ASMR activists, sick of it. You like this? You like this? It's scotch tape. Scotch tape ASMR. Okay, and, okay, and, yeah, and what about this? Okay, listen to this. You like that? That's the sound of me flipping through the post-it pack. Okay, I'm tired of it. I'm just, like, tired of it, Johnny. I can't, what, oh, hold on. What about this? You like this? Stapler ASMR with no staplers coming out. God damn it, Gail, I'm serious. Sick of this crap. You idiots out there. How about this? I bought two new index card packs. And I'm smashing them together. You like that, you stupid idiots? tired of this crap. I'm just, I am tired of this new normal because it is abnormal compared to normal. And I'm done with it, Johnny. Let's open the phone lines and see what other people are doing. Oh, hi, girlfriend. So, yeah, this new normal sucks. Um, It's terrible. It's like stupid is the new smart. Everything's upside down. Oh, I know. Um, Bad behavior is the new Mm -hmm. okay behavior. Covering up your individuality with a face mask. It's acceptable, even though face masks have been proven to not block any viruses. Viruses are so small Mm -hmm. compared to the large holes in face masks. And I'm so sick of it. Yeah, and if you can smell a fart through a face mask or your own belch. Obviously, a face mask doesn't clean anything coming in or going out, and I'm sick of it. Oh, hi, this is Pastor Purdy and Turner of Blessed Souls Ministry, sending all your money. We're doing a fundraising drive for my cousin Ernie, and he seems to be at that age in his life when he would like to speak and learn how to speak and have talks. Um, he hasn't spoken ever in his life, and he just kind of grunts and makes sounds like a dumb animal like a squirrel being ground up in a blender or something with a bunch of acorns. He kind of grew up amongst the animals, the rodents, and the other hole-digging creatures in God's earth. And so he's doing a fundraising drive for Ernie, and and I'm going to bring in some uh, biblical experts to command him to speak on command. And because I tried, I've tried so many times, you don't know how many Bibles I've worn out smacking him and pushing the Bible into his head, trying to get that scripture to go through like osmosis. I heard that's a technique they like to use in the Middle East when they beat people to get the smarts into them. But it don't work a lot because often the people just die. Now, he's not dead. Cousin Ernie ain't dead. But uh, I did have him go to a, a head lump reader because of all the lumps on his head from them Bible beatings. And it's just not getting into him, so I don't know what's wrong with him. Could it be that you literally and biblically what? knocked the sense out of him? Uh, like, what so. if he had it, but mm. you beat it out of him? No. Yeah, I was thinking the same thing. Like, no. another way to get things into people uh-huh. is to use sort of like a delivery mechanism, like a gel or a paste. Or a Bible. 
And then I often do that with clients. Well, um, with my private sessions and hotel uh, rooms uh, of my choice. I will smear a gel uh-huh, on them. Uh-huh. And then I'll slap them. And uh, I'll just slap their face. Oh, that's and interesting. And say, now you listen to me. This is a tarot card that I drew. That's right. Um, not a tarot card you'd rather that I would draw, but this is the tarot spread going on. Mm-hmm. So are we going to deal with this spread or not? And then I slap him again, kind of like that. You see, I've done that. I've beat him over and over with the Bible on his face. I'll slap it in his face. I'll slap it on his face. Beat him on the back of the head. Sometimes I'll put his wrist on a block or like a steel anvil, and then I'll just smash it with the Bible. Trying to get the word into the boy, but uh, I'm trying to beat him into a red, God-fearing Christian full of the red blood and not the blue bloods, because he needs to be on the right side of justice, the right side of history, and the right side of the political aisle, so to speak, so we can mm-hmm. still have Mitt Romney as the president. Well, Mitt, no, <laughs> but, Mitt Romney is not the president. Yes, he He's is. He's never been the president. Oh, yes, he um, is. He's not the president now, oh, and he God. probably never will be. Fake so news. you can just forget that whole white horse Mormon bullshit. Well, that, is, that is not Christian language. <laughs> he's the top 1%, and I he's know that. part of the problem. Yes, but as long as he pays his HOA dues, I'm fine, because I'm the president of the HOA so, in my community, my gated community yeah, here in Yeah, but that doesn't make a difference. He is the president. It's a fake news going on. It's mass hysteria is what's going on. People don't want other peoples to believe that President Mitt Romney is the president right now. This All this stuff going on is a big show. You know, these people who think that Trump's going to be reinstated, he can't be reinstated when Mitt Romney is the president who is controlling these audits. And Mitt Romney has been doing investigations into the Pizzagate fiasco with Hillary Clinton forcing the kids in the basement to make pizzas out of ground-up kids. Yeah, so um, where do you get your news? Because everything you just said Mm -hmm. is not real. It has not been happening. It is real. And it is not happening. Those are lies. No, there's no lies because they're from Jesus. The lies that we see, Jonathan, I'm surprised at you, Jonathan, for having an IQ supposedly and allegedly so high when I'm the one who got 100%, my IQ is 100 and that's 100%. I got all of them right. And so when I get these challenges from Jesus and the seven angels and we do the dance on the glory clouds, and I need to write these down and report them to the news. That's the media that I watch. It's called the news. And they report things at Perna Channel. And that's how I know it's real because I get it first from Jesus and the seven angels. <laughs> and then they report it. Yeah. And that's what makes it real. Well, that's... <laughs> Yeah, just because I'm picking my nose because oh my I don't really care. No one can see me anyway. But um, Is you sick? You know, just because you say something in the media but. doesn't make it true and doesn't make it real. Well, when I speak, it's real. I mean, it is happening. Just like you were speaking now, Jonathan. This person think that you practically trying to say that when you speaking to Perna just now, that it's not real because you's not doing it. But yet I hear you doing mm-hmm. it. Do you think I'm a schizophrenic? We could test for that because I can do the energy level muscle testing See on that? my chest in the hotel room of my charts. That's right. With topless, no panties, only wearing the sandals. That's $50,000 a session, Jonathan, and we can do that. Yeah, and you're going to test what? Yes, Me or the pastor sin. or the ideas not coming me. out of his mouth, the content that's coming. I'm my sorry. Content. The content. Oh. Because it's not true. It's not real. Are you saying that Jesus is not real? What about the holiness of the seven angels? 
you know, holiness doesn't mean holes. I like they got a hole in their brain. Angels don't have holes in their brains. I think Jonathan has a hole in your brain, and you need to have some therapy. And maybe I could take the Bible and push it into that hole, Jonathan, and plug that hole with the Bible. And then you'd have some sense again. Oh, I think boy. your IQ is lower than Pernian's now. <laughs> you know, an IQ of 100 doesn't mean you got 100%, and it doesn't mean you got 100% right. An IQ of 100 is basically a dumbass. Now, see, now Jesus told me you would say that, Jonathan. That is not true. <laughs> I looked it up in the Holy Scripture. You looked it up. And I know that uh, Pernod is filled with the holiness. Mm -hmm. And that's why it's not going to have this bother me, Jonathan. This is just nonsense. Off the devil. Demon out. Demon out. And when you say demon out, what demons are out such that the, you, the I don't know, scatter them about with your, your hand claps. I just, I don't understand what the right. clapping is it scares them coupled away. with these magic words. That's right. Demon it's, it's out. A, it's, a it's like, did something appear and then you mm. make it disappear? Yes. Are you into magic? It's kind of like oh. that magic, you know, is it M-A-G-I-C no, no. versus M-A-G-I-C-K with that witchcraft nonsense. Oh my That's real paganism. This right is not the paganism demon out. Demon I condemn thee in the name of the devil, and I release thee in the name of Jesus. And that's uh, some of the sayings that we say, you know, sometimes Pernod speaking in tongues of a And so when I speak in tongues, only the Pentecostals understand what I say, and it's amazing. Every time I say something oogly boogly nonsense out of Pernod's mouth, they always do the same thing. They get up from the pews and run to the back of the room and buy whatever it is I'm selling. So I'm sticking with it. I may not understand what I'm doing, but I'm staying with this to raise them Lord and Doris funds for the church sending all your money. You know, that is a tactic that a lot of speakers use. Say something that makes absolutely no sense or is nonsense. That is not in the best interests of the people sitting in the audience. These people have all kinds of, you know, they're very into the virtue signaling and the victim signaling. That's basically any audience of any seminar on the face of the earth, especially in America, where they're always victims yeah. trying to virtue signal their ass out of it, Jonathan. No, I mean, I know that. It's just like, do you have like the perfect example that we could just talk about, you know, not to philosophize about, but like... What is an example of the perfect victim who's virtue signaling, you know, I mean, because, like, I don't do these kinds of things with my L.A. lifestyle system, total system. Yeah, well, see, that's everywhere, Jonathan. That's, that's why the business does, I mean, the church does so well, is we just pass out them offering bowls and I push the guilt, I push their pain point or their happy point. And some people is happy to give to God. Some people want to feel bad when they give to God. And I push both them buttons. And I make sure that everyone in the audience has that opportunity to give their Lord and Doris funds, no matter how poor they is. You can give something to God and have less now so you can have more later in the afterlife with Jesus and the seven angels and Pernian. And Jesus and God, we all going to be in the kingdom with the pearly white gates and the gold and all the jewels and everything uh, is just fabulous. Heaven is a fun place. It's better than Disneyland. And it's more beautiful. Like, I would be beautiful more so in heaven than I am down here. 
And the reason why Jesus made sure that I'm not so pretty down here, even though I'm gorgeous, is because it would push people away that I'm trying to bring on to my list for my psychic tarot readings. So he made me just, you know, like an 11 out of a 10 mm. instead of a 12 out of a 10, Jonathan. So is this narcissistic grandiosity going on here or are you virtue signaling to cover up your victim signaling? I can't really tell. I mean, I'm still waiting for an example. Like, yeah. what is the example mm -hmm. of a true victim who does virtue signaling? Well, I think it's my cousin Erniad. Cousin Erniad Ferner is such an embarrassment to the family that he is a blood relative, but he is so dumb. We told him, you is adopted, and don't you forget it. You is dumb, you is adopted. And he never spoke. He never did speak, so we don't know if he can speak. But I already told you I've beaten the Bible into his face so many times he started growing lumps. And I thought that that was a defense mechanism against Jesus. So I slapped him again, then he got another lump. So now I have to call in the experts to deal with Ernie. And he is the biggest victim. I was trying to be so nice, so good, by just doing everything wrong. He don't make no sense, and that's why he's the dumbest in the family. Okay, so that's one example. I can read through the lines. Not that they are difficult to read through, but is there another example? Hi guys, Glenda. You'll never guess it happened to me. I left a tip at Elmer's today. Uh, for Jennifer, she's a new waitress. I left double the tip I normally leave. I left her 20 cents on an $8 meal, and I felt so good. And then I went home and had to clip more coupons because um, I found the 20 cents on the bus in my bus seat. And because uh, Glenda don't have 20 cents, but I made her smile so nice. So Jennifer is going to work on all the shifts that Glenda goes to Elmer's. Um, and I found out her schedule in that way. That way, Glenda knows that when you tip a new waitress in just the right amount at the right time, she'll give you day old jello for free, and I won't have to pay for it and clip them damn coupons anymore. I'm sick of that shit. <laughs> I got better things to do mm -hmm. to keep me healthy and strong right. like my day old jello. That's fabulous, you guys. Johnny, cut off all the phone lines. I have an emergency gig I gotta get to. Um, someone was listening in and called the show and scheduled an emergency tarot rating. And I'm gonna go do that right now for $50,000. Um, that's quite a bargain. And uh, just, Johnny, let me just do one last plug. So if you're out there listening and you were listening to this show and you need an emergency tarot reading in the hotel room of my choice. Topless, no panties, only wearing the sandals. I will draw the tarot card for you and tell you what it means. Not the other way around, okay, bitch? You can call uh, my producer now, Johnny. He's manning the phones. And we can do that session. In fact, I'm gonna cook, I'm gonna cut it in half. It's not 50,000, it's 25,000. And you know what? Knock off a couple of those zeros. <laughs> it's 250 bucks for a 10-minute session. That's an introductory rate. So I've chopped it down from $50,000 to 250 bucks. Okay, sign up now. The phones are open and they're lighting up. Oh, and we got one. <laughs> Sucks to be someone who didn't get that one. So I'm gonna go and do my $50,000 session now and I'll do the $250 session. So if you didn't get in on that list, you better do it now or you'll be left out and be a loser. Good night, everyone. <laughs>